Hello and welcome back to Weeknight Hero. As always, I'm your GM, Evan. And I'm Katie, your resident uh, telepath. And we'll be continuing with the next issue of Mutagenesis. I forgot the name of it. Um, in Wednesday night in the Danger Room. So it's a Wednesday night. We're going to be doing more Danger I, Room. I imagine lots of music like, Danger! Like that kind yeah. of stuff. Just blaring. <laughs> well, what do you want to blare in the background? I don't know. All kinds of like, I feel like like some good like... Hard rap music, things that things that you would listen to if you're a professional athlete or like a boxer or an MMA fighter, like coming out. You know, you know how they have walkout music. Like mm-hmm. I'm imagining we, we as a, a team have an entire playlist because they're teenagers, so that's what teenagers do. When I coached uh, a variety of sports, literally the only thing they cared about was the playlist for them warming up, not actually how they were, yeah. but but the playlist. So uh, I imagine this is probably very similar. Okay, so let's say they have very inspiring music. So, uh, now, what do you recall from the last episode? Well, I remember that they we were all in the danger room, and I was observing them and kind of seeing what problem-solving skills they had. Mm-hmm. Because so that they don't just run into a, a wall and they're like, "Please help me." Yeah. So, what we're gonna do now is since we're focusing on like teamwork and synergy, make the dream work. We, they each ran into separate challenges meant to test their mutant abilities, and they managed to succeed. So we're going to be continuing that. What we're going to do this time, so let's say like a day has passed from the previous um, exercise, and so now we're beginning the second one. So they're getting to know each other a little bit better. Each of them worked really well individually, so they're growing individually, but now you kind of want to see like teamwork. And so we're going to go back to the danger room. And so you have, like, these little protocols that are set up for, with, like, different levels to it. So I'm imagining I'm sitting in, in the, like, control center going yeah. up, beep, 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 like that. Exactly. And then you have your, um, like, sidekick slash, like, I guess, secretary is, like, a former electrical engineer. So you combine your skills together in order to make the robots that they fight. Didn't I ask someone to come live in my, uh, come live in my, um, yeah. who was it? I forgot now. Which one? Like I, we were in a in a previous uh, issue. We were some. I said, oh, someone. This person should, is homeless, so they should come live with us in the mountains. Um, yeah, no, that was um, Lodestone Eve's like entire commune that she. Oh yeah, yeah, lived okay. In. And so I thought the, it was someone that I worked with with Caesar. Um. I don't remember. Anyway, I thought I really could have sworn that I, we had talked about that, but it's okay. So. With them, you manage to create these, like, robot dummies, basically, that they can use to fight and participate in, like, battles with. So we're doing the level one training program, basically. So what comes out is, like, this robot octopus. Yeah, so it's so it's multiple hands are, like, yeah. <laughs> meant to confuse people, and it's meant to, like, grab them. So it's, like, a basic starter lesson in combat without putting them in danger. Right. So it'll grab them and it'll hold on to them. And then if it grabs them and holds on to them, they're out. It's how it works basically. Right. So you're going in there and you're like, all right, so the four of you. I love that I get to plan like superhero lessons. Yeah. Like this is so me. <laughs> well, well, that's what like, it's, it's really fun. It's really interesting to do. Be like, how does this work? Well, that's how you teach something. Well. You practice it. So what would it be like in real life? There you go. So they're old. Exactly. So now they know how to like work together. And so basically once it, takes enough damage to like its head or whatever its bulbous head um once the computer core is like 
damaged or touched in any sort of way or jostled, so that turns it off, basically. So, you're like, your job is to... You can use, like, non-violent methods to defeat the octopus robot, and then once it's defeated, you've proven, like, basically self-defense, because so you know how to handle yourself well enough in a situation. So, all of them agree to it. Some of them are more interested than others, so, like, Lodestone and Tempe are clearly, like, the go-getters and so like they want to participate and they want to like actively help out and of course Lodestone's cheered on by her whole commune and so she's like I gotta do it for them and then you have the two boys who like aren't as into it but they're just like all right so we have to do this in order to like pass the class basically so (laughs) they're they're willing to listen so the first thing that happens is while engaging the robot you have Tempe and Lodestone, who immediately step out. And so we're going to activate a complication, which is their rivalry with each other. Okay, in which and, they hate each other. Yes, and so... Teenage girls. God. You'd think they'd be friends, but they're not. No, that's the problem. When you have two, like, particular personalities, like, they conflict. And girls are the worst, let me tell you. Teenage girls are the worst when they hate each other. It's never going to get better. They'll hate <laughs> each other until they're, like, 35. It's bad. Trust me. So let's. So we'll activate the complication with their rivalry, and say that what so Tempe's plan is different from Lodestone's plan, and so now they're going to divide it up. So now what Lodestone says is where she says me, and Jonathan Mithrandir. She's like let's hold down the arms, and so let's incapacitate the arms because they're both the super strong ones. And if we can incapacitate the arms, then you can just attack it in the head now that it's defenseless, and then we win. But then Tempe instead says, no, 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 well, because you're going to get caught in the arms. That's the point of the whole exercise, is to not go near them. So she says, how about we attack it from a distance, right, and then I'll do like an electrical charge directly to the back of the head, and then we'll be fine. And we'll even say that, like, she can, can okay, her particular power is just because there's, like, water vapor and in the room where, that she can manipulate? So, she controls temperature and heat. Gotcha. Okay, right. I just so, wanted to clarify. So, with, so with those things, so she kind of acts like either a heater or, like, an air conditioner, mm-hmm. and then the diffusion does the rest. Got it. So, which, as I found out from Christopher, is the actual way that weather patterns form is the... <laughs> High the, pressure and low pressure. Yeah, the, the, oh, my gosh. The diffusion gosh. of pressure mm-hmm. and water vapor yes. through temperature. So, so that's her plan. She says, well, if I just need to make it, like moist enough basically in order to get like an electrostatic charge okay. to the back of its head and of course Jonathan's just like yeah yeah let's do that so now it sounds the like the easiest and fastest divided. way yes yeah. <laughs> so now the team's divided in what they're going to be doing and so they they're undergoing their exercise let's say that um lodestone and mithrandir both uh try to pin down its arms there are too many arms there's four arms for each of them so of course they're just like oh that didn't work out and then four because of that and their whole fracas that they're getting into basically tempe is trying to go around to shock it on its head in order to disorient it but she's having difficulty so now they're all doing terribly so let's say that Mithrandir's caught in one of its arms and it's like gonna wrap around him and when it does that it buzzes and then he's out. Mm-hmm. So he's like trying to hold the tentacles back from buzzing 
And so the same thing with Lodestone using her magnetic field. And then Tempe's coming towards the back, but because they have it cornered against the wall, she can't go towards the back of it. And then Cameron is also, well, this exercise isn't strongly based on him, but I guess he's trying to form like a unity between everyone else. So he's like telepathically trying to enter their minds, but because of the different emotions and how everyone doesn't want to work with each other, they are stuck. Right. So let's, so we're going to take them from their hardest moment where they're at their lowest and you're going to use your teaching skills to bring them I have to a the few highest moments. moment. Okay. So what skills do you have? Well, okay. That? So the, the, okay. So how I would handle this if this was a real life, <laughs> you know, situation, mm-hmm. um, was I would, I would ask, okay. So I would say, uh, well, so Tempe can't reach it. Yeah. And so I guess I would say, I would ask, um, uh, Lodestone and Mithrandir, how can you, can you get this thing to move mm-hmm. away so that Tempe can reach the back? Like, how can you get it to move so that the back is available? Yeah. So, That's what I'd ask them. Okay. Like, guys, <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's roll for that. So I would say we're going to base it on your persuasion skill. So they already trust you, so this is kind of a little bit easier. So we'll say it's like a DC 10. You rolled a nine. Okay. So you're able to be like, come on guys, we worked on this. I need you to like, how about instead of like wrestling with the tentacles, which is why there's numerous tentacles, but you pull it away from the things, the wall so that she can handle that. So let's see how well they do with that. So they're gonna use both of their strength and they're going to make basically an opposed check against the octopus. Lodestone manages to succeed, so she grabs it instead, and let's say she uses her magnetic powers to help her grip it, and so she's able to pull it a lot more. Um, Mithrandir does a really terrible job. (laughs) Of course he does. And so let's say that uh, here, we'll introduce a complication on his end, because he's super duper strong, he has the accident complication. So not knowing his own strength, or his powers that he can make situations worse basically so let's say as he's trying to like shift position he like gripped really 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 hard and so he shifts his weight and he goes straight through the bottom of the danger room floor oh. so he loses a foot and he falls backwards and so now it's like on top of him <laughs> there's a tentacle that's on top of him nice and so he's just like uh guys I, i'm getting crushed here i don't know what to do <laughs> yeah so what would you like who do you have available to um, help him with that? Well, Tempe's still trying to find a way in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess she would have to help first because she's the only one that's not actively doing something. And if the thing is still against the wall, she can't access it. So she should go and help first. Okay. So what? So what Tempe does is she's going to do a power stunt, and she is going to basically use her gale force winds that she can kick up in a, in a small area to mm. basically move the object and so with it she's strong enough so that she can completely lift the octopus robot's arm off of Mithrandir. she's pretty damn powerful yeah they're well they're all really really powerful they're just too young to realize it. well her power seemed to be more useful yeah let's just put it that way so so she does that and so she will generate such a force of wind that like it lifts Mithrandir and them back up, but she's able to basically help him because she has another power, which is group 
flight basically and so she's able to create like an air current that she that other people can use it's not important right now but so she's able to lift the tentacle up and so she let's have her and well let's have cameron come down and run over and be like can you change forms real quick because you're too heavy so he changes forms and he pulls him out and so uh with that they're free and so now mithrandrew tries again and let's even have them all work together and do like a group power stunt which is like a group move object so we just need to move it away from the corner so that it's open in the the access panel she can electrocute it yes so so she um tempe is basically going to use her teamwork advantage to aid everyone else so it makes things a lot easier now and does so she speak english now or she's still she does no okay. she, no you psychically oh god i forgot the about ability that to speak english so <laughs> so so she l- helps lift everything up and so they're all able to lift the thing into the air and let's say that it's even so powerful when they're all working together that they flings up into the air and like hits against the ceiling and crashes down and so that on its own is strong enough to um, jostle its brain, its <laughs> its circuits. Brain. It's not built very well, that's all. <laughs> so so you're able to do that, and so you're like, perfect. So now go and just hit it with, like, an electroshock. So she goes over and hits it with an electroshock, and so you're like, awesome. It, everything worked out really, Gold really well. Gold star. Yes. So as you're about to be like, hey, let's switch it to the next level on the setting, um, like emergency sirens blare in the danger room. Oh, because no. smashing the robot octopus up against the roof of the danger room and then against the sides of the danger room, let's say it, like, messed up the circuitry. And so it turned off the fail-safes, so it activates level five. Oh, God. Of the, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Of the danger room protocol. And so your level five is based around the strongest thing that you've fought so far, which is the Dynamo Buster from um, our first adventure, Attack of the Cleaner Robots. So let's. So you made a replica of the Dynamo Buster to test your own skills, and then eventually they'd become strong enough to handle it. But right now you're like, this is too much for you guys to handle on your own. It was almost too much for us to handle on our own. Yeah. So. Well, I have to figure out how to disable it. Yes, you do, so... How would you like to go about doing it? Well, I imagine that I would put a fail-safe on a fail-safe, and there has to be some panel or button that I have to be able to get to, mm-hmm. which is pretty fucking dangerous. So so let's say that... I um, have to be able to get back there and on on top of that machine at some point. Or maybe I'd put it on its leg. That's pretty... No, I don't know. In the well, middle of it. Yeah. And then I'd have to, like... Boop, 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 disable. Okay, so... You're going to enter the field, basically, in order to help them, right? The Dynamo Buster is, like, attacking them. So it has, like, little laser beams. And so it will fire one of its little laser beams at everyone. Well, thankfully, it did horrible. It rolled a two and a one. So it would have fucked up whoever it hit, but it did so poorly. I imagine the, like, chicken walkers, how their guns go back and forth. So so it goes like that, and then it shoots, like, a little beam out of its face plate. And then, so now they're all, they're flying around and dodging and moving out of the way so that it doesn't affect everybody. I need to tell them. I need to tell them. Okay, guys, so here's the plan because they need directions and they need to know what they're doing immediately. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell them, all right, we have to disable the guns first. Yeah. 
So in order to do that, who's got long range? Uh, obviously, Lodestone needs to do that because it's mother metal. So if she could like, I don't know, either pinch them closed so that they just like self self destruct, mm-hmm. uh, that'd probably be the best thing. And then the so I would say that uh, Mithrandir needs to be the distraction. <laughs> okay, so well, so we'll do that. So, well, the nice thing about him is that he can interpose himself on people and so uh he can take attacks the other guy just has literally nothing special well so so what he's doing right now is here we'll introduce another well i'll introduce a game master complication to the whole scenario so he helps you out later they're not willing to listen because they're so in their heads about the situation the situation oh so i'm yelling at them yeah and And they're not listening they're not listening because they're so like focused and like don't know what to do that they can't even hear you right now. So they're in like a high stress situation. Mm. And so damn, why we'll do I get it? To, damn kids. No, I'm just kidding. We'll have to remedy this psychically. Mm-hmm. So he needs to get in their heads. Mm-hmm. And what do they hear when he's in their head? Um, well, he can, we can psionically like calm them down. Okay. So we'll do psychic. CD. So he's like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Mantis. Yeah. So so Sleep. Well, well it's it's a, like a psychosomatic action. Yeah. So let's say that there's there's he triggers something in all of them. So he'll do his power stunt and if you want to you can help him with that. Um so we're going to do like a yes. team so. like um mental sedation it doesn't really matter. So you're going to aid him and then he's going to use his psychic abilities to like enhance the will saves of everybody. So when instead of being afraid they are now like bolstered with this feeling and connection and like oneness of everyone and so he's able to take all their fears and all of that and like absorb it because Mm -hmm. that's actually how his power works okay so he's just like wow everyone's really afraid so let's say that he's like so fear doesn't taste great it tastes like celery right (laughs) just plain i hate celery by the way really it's so gross i like it in in like soups and but pasta like, salads. If you were to just take like a bite, I would of never do salad, that. That's gross. So. I would remember when. Remember in kindergarten when, um, uh, in kindergarten, um, they did like ants on a log, and it was like a big mm-hmm. thing, and we had celery and peanut butter and raisins, and I was like, who the fuck eats this shit? Uh, it's a white people. Thing. I know it is a white people thing. So let's say that you help him bridge the like these connections with everyone, and so you give him strength. Mm-hmm. And so he takes all of that, and he's like, "Ugh, I hate the way it tastes. Cause it tastes like celery." But I, I would say, "Shut up yeah, and so, eat your celery." So he's just like, <laughs> and so so he's able to absorb that. So without the feeling of like abject terror and like the fight or flight response, they're able to make a little more sense, and they're able to listen to you a little more, and they have like a bit clearer of a head. So when you do that, now we're gonna have Lodestone and Mithrandir kind of. Okay, so do go they so now they're focused on the original plan. Yes. They're like, "Oh god, okay." Yes. So so you're able to and do that. Can I talk I should probably talk to them tele- tele- telepathically as opposed to mm. shouting. Yeah, so so again, nice thing about your telepathy power is with the rapid modifier, you can talk to them in a hundred you can get a hundred times more information to them than you would normally. So even connecting in an instant, you can like send detailed plans to them okay so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna send some detailed plans to like i said i want mithrandir to be the focus and then i need uh, lodestone to cut off the guns and mm-hmm. then i need 
uh, Tempe to watch my back to make sure while I fly up in there and I disable it. Okay, so... Because I don't want to destroy it. It's my creation. Yeah, it's cool. So, Lodestone's going to do like a smash attack, basically. Or, you know, we'll have her do a slam attack. Great. So, she did really well. Plus, your aid action helps her out a lot. Uh, So, with that she's able to like magnetically like grip it and so let's say you guys do like a group power stunt because she has a hero point from before so she's going to do another power stunt and then heal it immediately with her hero point so she grabs like a couple of like bits of like their laser guns and so she's going to crush them all at the same time so she does that and so with what he with the dynamo buster world it's destroyed so it's going to take those bits off of it and like crunch them and so now that they're completely inoperable, it can't really attack anymore. So it's it, just walk, it's, it just walks around. So it uses like its little legs. So <laughs> it tries to use its legs to attack Mithrandir, which it's uh, it's an area attack, but he's the only one closest to it. Um, so for a second, it so it lands and it knocks him back. We're gonna cut that part out. Okay. So what we're gonna do is it tries to step on him basically mm-hmm. and so just as it's about to step on him we'll have tempe use her hero point in order to immediately react and be able to do her action so she jumps ahead and so she says now i'm going to move him out of the way so she uses her wind powers to like push him way out of the way <laughs> and it doesn't matter because he's basically invulnerable so yeah. he's fine so i knocks- just imagine this big heavy thing just blowing in the wind that's funny so it knocks him out of the way and so now it, it kind of harmlessly hurts anybody. And so she presents more of a distraction for the robot. All right, so Tempe is able to distract him because being like a flyer person, she has the advantage called Agile Faint. And so she's basically just going to fly around him and like distract him so that he can't really, really attack you. Uh, so with the Dynamo Buster basically disoriented, um, you can perform your action. So what were you going to do? I just have to punch in a code or something on the computer on his back to turn him off. So let's say you fly over there. So you'll say like it's like internally in the thing, but with your telekinesis, as long as you know where it is, you can just move. Yeah. Okay, so with that done, it's turned off. And so with it being turned off, it goes and like it just tips over and like it <clears throat> fucks up the whole danger room. But Which is going to cost me a lot of damn money, which upsets me. Yeah. Well, that's right. You just you print more. That's true. I guess I could just go ATM. Yeah. <laughs> that's an evil use of your powers. You can't do that. Why not? No, let's say you generate power and you give it back to the grid. Right? Oh, that's a good idea. And they pay me for it. That's a great yeah. idea, Evan. You're like, oh, well, it's a little less surplus than what I had before, but who cares? Okay. So you do that, and so it turns off. And so it's so you mess up the danger room, and you kind of break the whole thing. And so... All of the power in the, your little complex area shuts down for a second, and you're all left in that room. So we'll leave it on like a cliffhanger where you have to get out and like. Ooh, because who knows? Who knows what things I programmed in there? Yeah. Because I'm knowing me, I probably forgot. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest about that. Yeah. So let's say so everything turned off. You're all basically trapped in this room, and then that's where we'll leave it. So. We'll continue with the next episode. So I think it went really, really well. Yeah. And everyone worked as a team. But um, I'll leave it here. So as always, I'm your GM, Evan. And I am your resident telepath, Katie. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to Weeknight Hero. If you like what you're hearing, follow us on Twitter under Weeknight H. Follow the blog for extra content that we aren't putting into podcasts at weeknighthero.wordpress.com. If you really like what you're hearing, you can rate us on iTunes or Podchaser to get our name out there. And finally, thank you so much for listening.